This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! This is In The Conversation. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. What's going on? Oh, man, what's going on with you? Man, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Okay, yeah. we're glad to have you back. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm back in the conversation, man. No doubt. Where yeah. you been? What'd I do, man? I just I took a quick little uh, West Coast run. Little va- vacay. You know what I mean? Ran you do, through. You do a lot of vacays, buddy. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> working. Working. Listen, work hard, play hard. Yeah, I mean, nah, I'm working. Celebrate your upness. Yeah, man. I mean, shit, you ain't the only one on tour. Hey, hey, I'll you know be working, saying? though. I'm in the world. I'm out here, too, pop. Speaking of which, I'll be in Chicago uh, October 7th through 9th. Oh, no doubt. At Zany. So, you know, get your tickets now. Uh, I was in, uh, I was in, I was in Cali, man. We did, me and my lady, we did Los Angeles. She had never been there before, so that was cool. You know what I mean? Did that whole little, like, as a, as a, uh, as a tourist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, put the tourist hat on. I'm, I'm, I'm a proud tourist. I like to, when I get out of New York, even in New York, certain places, mm-hmm. I get my tourism on. I like to take a photo. I like to know what the story is behind certain things. Oh, is that the place to go? I'm going to check that out. You know, all of that shit. So we went to, uh, amongst many tourist things, the most touristing thing we did uh, is did the studio tour. I've never done a studio tour all the time. It was like, my man, what's that man? (laughs) Who showed up in the studio tour and it was like the, what was that, the Oscars? Oh, the kid from the, from last (laughs) year that met Denzel, took a selfie with Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like my man. Yeah. His name George. Oh, shout out to George. George, come to the show in Chicago. I'm at Zany's, October 7th through 9th. Anyway, um, so yo, I went on the I went on the Warner Brothers tour. That shit was cool. That shit was cool. Did like, you see LeBron? I didn't. Is he out there? Is he doing they something? A, there? They, they on the Warner Brothers lot. What they working on? That's their whole production companies at Warner Brothers. Really? Spring, I didn't know that. Spring, um, Spring, Spring Hill? Hill Productions. Okay, nah, I didn't see him. But uh, did I see him? What anybody? did you see? I saw uh, I saw any town USA mm-hmm. like just like a regular generic ass any town they so use set. it for, just a set they use it for a bunch of things shit that I don't watch uh, shout out to Chris he was here last week I think he watches Pretty Little Liars they do mm-hmm. that they used it this was the dope shit this is synchronicity too this is how crazy shit is we went and did the tour and one of the places that they used that any town USA for was the finale of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Which was nah, kind of trash, but um, the mo the 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 little street they was like, yo, we use this in Seinfeld. Literally, maybe the night that we got back from the tour, or the night after Seinfeld came on that episode. I'm like, oh shit! And then also, I think <laughs> the episode was used in it, which I saw. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, you know, that shit was cool. I mean, we got to see a bunch of different things, but went on a few different sets. I'll be honest with you, that shit is still magical to me. You know, and I hope I don't never get jaded to where it's like, wow, you know, like uh, storytelling, filmmaking, all of that type of shit. There isn't a level of like magic to it where it's like, oh, that's kind of fascinating how they how they could just turn this whole shit around Mm -hmm. and and sell you on that. This is this. You know what I mean? Like it's 
it's pretty ill. It kind of, you know, at least for that week, it had me looking at television shows a little bit with a sharper eye to see, was this a <laughs> set? Was this, have I been to this spot? You know, shit City like that. Way too clean. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that. We did LA, but then we went up to Arcata, Eureka area, Humboldt County, went to the Redwoods. I always wanted to go okay. to the Redwoods and shit. Yeah, that was Caesar. Yeah, was season the Redwoods? Yeah, I know Jurassic. Okay, it was out in the Redwoods. Okay, that makes sense. Season might have been out. There. I ain't seen him. I ain't seen Caesar. I ain't seen LeBron. I ain't seen nobody that was popping. But you needed um, a Sherpa. I know. I know. I was all. I definitely on the wrong trail. But that shit was cool. I always, you know, because I go on Instagram and I see like the little photos of uh, the redwood trees just just ascending into just heaven, right? It's just, you're just dwarfed. (laughs) It's always those photos up. And I was like, yeah, I got to go see that shit. That's kind of how a lot of my travel be based on. Right. And that's good, man. Yeah. That's good. You know, you paying attention to the shit that you enjoy. Right. you go see it and you go get at it. Go see it and take a- Goals. It is. Goals. Hashtag goals. So I was out there checking out the Redwoods. The Redwoods was cool. You know. uh, This is big as fuck. Them shits is ridiculous. Shits is <laughs> How'd ridiculous. you feel in the presence of a redwood? Shit, you feel you feel small. You feel like shit is bigger than you. Way bigger than you. Like you ain't this is this is it's not, you know, like it's one of those moments where you realize you just the speck on this bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But why you be happy to be a speck. Do what you could do. Right. You know what I mean? Um it was cool though. It was just, it was just, it's like majestic, some crazy shit. It was just something that you, I wanted to do it because it was so outside of anything I've ever seen. Like certain shit, you you know, certain shit you see because you've seen a bunch of photos. Like seeing the Eiffel Tower was crazy because, you know, that's like iconic, right? It's like mm-hmm. when people come here and they see the Statue of Liberty or we went in LA, it was like, oh, look at the Hollywood sign. It's like, oh shit, you know, certain things. But then certain shit is just like, damn, this is just nature. Right? right, this is God. Right, this, this right. is ridiculous. This is crazy. <laughs> so it just it'll bug you the fuck out. <laughs> and then you know it's trails. This is a national for this is a forest. It's a national park. So it's trails all through there. Some miles, ten miles, four miles, seven miles, whatever, whatever. So we did a little trail. We didn't go super crazy. We did a hiking. couple miles. We was hiking. Right. Which is always weird, because hiking ain't nothing but just walking. Yeah, if you're doing it wrong. If you're really well, doing if you, it right, you, you need to Well, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. You definitely need a good boot. Don't, <laughs> don't, try, to, don't try to go hike with some new shit on. Don't play yourself, because you're going to be very reluctant in your step. But uh, <laughs> we went on a little trail, and that shit was cool, too, because uh, for a number of reasons. One, you know, like, I'm not... I don't want to say I could be speak I, on it. I could be a little scary when it comes to the to the wilderness, <laughs> the to unknown. the unknown, to the unknown. <laughs> That's life, the unknown. But you can't be afraid of the unknown because then you're never gonna explore, right? Right. So you gotta go past that. And it was a moment on. It was a couple moments where it was like, first thing, you're like, now I understand why people keep a good hunting knife on them, right? Right. Because the thing is, you don't know what's out there. You just know <laughs> you're in the midst of some shit. And I'm small. Right. <laughs> shit trees as big as some shit could just hop off that tree. It could be over for you, right? So look at Matt. Matt, see, he don't, he don't, he's looking like this is foolish. But anyway, hold on, let me finish. Cause we there were reports of shit like we seen a mountain lion up this way. It don't be crazy, but right. you know, you just you just out in the midst of the shit. Then 
<laughs> on some other shit. I was like, I hope we don't run into no, no like, no crazy uh, survivalist whites that don't really fuck with Darky like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, or some militia shit. Because we getting into the militia era. I ain't got no piece of weaponry on me. <laughs> But then it's just like you walk, and then it's also the part where you're walking into the forest, and you say, "Well, shit, I ain't really took a, a three, four mile hike in a in a while, in a long time. I'm not a, a hiking enthusiast where I just got hikes on my, you know, on my iCal. You know what I mean? Like I just said, this is this has been this is the first hike in a long, 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 long. I can't remember the last hike right. I've taken. So we is in that shit. I was like, damn. I had one bottle of water. I'm done with the bottle of water. It's blazing out now there. You're doing it wrong. Man, See, that's fuck. how you die. <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got not one piece of trail mix or nothing. Oh, it's just walking. But we was walking through. We made it through. It was cool. It was some fun times. It was it was great. It was so crazy because how big that damn forest is, you know, and it's so big that you could just have your own space. You out there just doing your thing, and then when some people come up, it's like, oh shit, people. Like, you forget, you know what I mean? You get lost in the shit. But it was really fucking dope, man. So, uh, shout out to the Redwoods. <laughs> shout out to the Redwoods. <laughs> Fuck out of shout out is that. They like, thanks, little nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool, man. It was a good time to see that shit. It was, it was, it was, it was straight. I had a good time. So, what your lady think of LA? Uh, I mean, it was the first trip. Seemed like she liked it. It was a quick one. We was in and out. You okay. know what I mean? Like, you know, you know. That's why I didn't really hit up a whole lot of my, like my LA peoples and shit like that. I was right. in and out. Um, but it was it was cool, you know. I think uh, I tell you this. This is funny. Uh, she's my lady. Sometimes she's from New York, right? Mm -hmm. Born and raised and all of that. Well, not born, but you know, her whole life, damn near. And uh, but we'll be on the road and we'll talk to people and be like, "You from New York, huh? Wow, you know, hit you, yeah, they hit you with the New York fascination. Oh, wow, that's nice, you know." She be like. It's all right. <laughs> I'd be like, babe, this is home team. We can't just shit on the home rep. Yeah, come on. Yeah, rep your not, a, shit. not amongst the people. You know, but so she kind of like, you know, half tired of the whole rat race. Oh, where? A little bit. Y'all thinking about something else? You nah, thinking about something else? No, not right this minute. But I got friends of mine, you know what I mean, uh, that, that are out in like West Coast. Shout out to like Nikki P or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like she's a... A West Coast convert, right, you know what right, I mean, right. and uh, she be like rallying. A lot of that, that a lot of that music industry, entertainment industry crew is shipping out to the West, right? And I dig it. I mean, I'm not mad at it. And I, I said this before last time. I think when I went out to Cali, like you could feel, you could feel the creativity, like a buzz. You could mm -hmm. feel like it's a movement. You know what I mean? Like you could feel like there's a lot of like young artists out there doing their thing. Like you could feel it. It's times where you just drop into a city and there's a vibe in the city where it's like, there's some shit going on here. You right. know what I mean? That's how I feel. And not this particular time, because I wasn't like in that. I was, again, I was on my, my tourism shit, so I wasn't like in the mix. Right, right, right. But, I, you know, it was enough. It looked like it was popping. It right. looked like, you know, it was chill. It looked like they was having their own thing. You know, I don't know. I've never been out to L.A. maybe no longer than maybe 12 days. That's probably, and that's a long time. I've been out, you know, but um, it's a lot of fucking driving. I like to drive, but it's a lot of driving in traffic, mm -hmm. which is, nah. Um, I don't really truly feel like I know L.A. 
Like I know the surface. I know the work. Right. I know the entertainment industry. I got family out there. You know right. what I mean? But I've never really like gone underground well, in the world, in the right. mix. I mean, if you, you know, if you haven't spent a lot of time a place, you, you're never going to fully know right. the whole. Like it's like New York. I've been here a long time. I don't know all in New York. You know what I'm saying? But like you got a grasp. Yeah, I have a grasp, definitely. But it's pockets. Like I went to a, a joint, you know what I'm saying, where it was, you know, like cats from all over, like Queens and right. you know, Brooklyn. It right. was like a regular, you know what I'm saying, regular type of event where right. it, it was, you know, I hadn't been to one of them shit. It was of the people. Like it was of the people. And and it's and it's changed like the like like when I first got here, you could tell, okay, that's Brooklyn cats right mm-hmm. there. Oh, mm-hmm. that's Harlem cats. Right? Mm-hmm. That's Queen. Like now you can't really tell. Like everybody kind of blending in a it's little, evolved, a little, it? a little differently. And I don't know. Actually, I haven't been around it to know the nuances. Right. So I realized, man, I don't really, I don't really know who's who in this bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? That I felt like, you know what I'm saying, like out a stranger, not yeah. not out of place, because I know how to do in a in you an felt like an observer. I was like, hmm, I. I Shit, I don't know all there is to know. Right, you know what I'm saying right. of this place. Well, was it like a? Was it just like a like a general mix of just the people, or was it a situation where it's like this was an established haunt where the people they nah, like nah, nah, people kind of like knew it each was, other. Nah, oh, it, was, right. it was like a, a regular old situation, like okay. a day party situation okay. where you know what I'm saying dropped in and and everybody's just dropping in for the occasion. Right, right, right. right. So. You know, <clears throat> and that, that's not really where it was and who was there wasn't really the point. The point is that I didn't really recognize that particular New York. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I forgot that, you know what I'm saying, that New York was still going on. How'd you feel about that? I felt like I was, I didn't know everything. You know what I'm saying? I felt like, I felt like shit. You know what I mean? I don't, I've been here all these years and it's things that I don't know. And 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 I know it's a, a, a plethora of shit that I don't right. know around the city. But over time, what you do is you find your place, and then you get to know your your place in the city. Yeah, and and you get to know it really well. Right, you know what I'm saying? It was a time when I worked at a job. Right, the whole time I was in New York, I worked at this place. Right, and then when I left it to start my own shit, I didn't even know my own fucking neighborhood. Right, because you were so used to leaving. Yeah, you leave in the morning, right. you come back 9 o'clock at night. Right. You know what I'm saying? On the weekends, you either chilling in the crib or you going somewhere or you might do a little something around the way, but you might go to the restaurant or something, but I ain't really know what was cracking in bad style mm. until I was there every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you get started to see, oh, shit, it's a whole different world out there. Everybody else go to work. So let me ask you this, because I was saying, how do you feel about that? Are you, would you consider yourself an explorer or are you like when you said you started to you started to recognize Best Eye when you like you had to be there. So you right. would like are you like are you explore are you an explorer that's gonna go out and see what it's all about? Or was it like, all right, let me go over here to this coffee shop, set up for what I do, and then by default build a footprint and like learn as I'm here. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm an explorer, but you know what I'm saying? There's a there's only so much time in a day. Right. I could I could go on forever and explore everything <laughs> yeah. if, if you let me, but that's not how life works. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm gonna explore, but only to a certain extent. And then with me, uh-huh. how you look at 
things and places like you say, I want the Redwoods, I want to go see them and right. shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I want to go see the studio and all that. Right. I do that with people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I could go somewhere and not see shit, but right. if I'm around people and I'm learning different things from the people, then I don't really care if I didn't see the 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 uh the Wait, tour spots. You know so what when I'm you say you like what do you research the people and then I don't you... research my hangout vibe with the people. Oh well, that's that, but that's I, that's what I that's what I go to see. I don't care. Like when I was going to L.A. Right for one, I was I go to L.A. once a month for about five years. Right for a week every right. month. Uh huh. After about the after about six months of going, it was kind of like man, you know, you were at restaurants, Beverly Hills, restaurants, Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? Up. Nah, they, where, <laughs> where you? Where no, you, I'm fucking with y'all. Just like, saying that. Like, like where talk. the fuck you at? Where I the fuck was you going? I was at Roscoe's. Roscoe's right there. The <laughs> one right in, in Hollywood. Pico and Lebray. <laughs> you ain't going to no Pico Roscoe's. <laughs> nah, nigga. I ain't fucking with <laughs> I've been there though, but. Nah, I, I went to Pico Roscoe's. Oh, man, come on, man. <laughs> I'd have been to Pico Roscoe's. Nah, but, it don't make no sense though. But, you know, after, after about six months of going, once I started touching down, I, I, I wanted to see. Where the regular, where the real people was at, you know right. what I'm saying, and so that's when I started fucking with Sean, right. you know what I'm saying. Shout out to DJ Shawnee Mac, uh-huh. you know what I mean. She would, you know, I was like, yo, what y'all doing at the house? Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we watching the fight, right? You go, you know what I'm saying? I'm frying some chicken. Oh shit, right. yeah, yeah. Then I started to realize what the what the people was right. doing, and I think they still they live South Central, uh-huh. not too far from Inglewood, but they think they was in South Central. So then you start to meet real people. Right. You know what I'm saying? You start to make connections outside of, you know what I'm saying, the industry people. You know what I'm saying? I had some some cats who used to be at the um the TGI Fridays every Friday. So if I'm in town on Friday, I know they down there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they was like Inglewood cats. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just start to feel a of presence of uh the city is bigger. Right. Your options are more wider. Right. You're, you're exploring. Your your your, your spirit is feeling better, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you could, you know I mean, you could run and do all that shit, but it's just like you in, you out, you know what I'm saying? You have drinks with some cats, do some meetings, eat some dinner, then you know, chill, mm-hmm. and then uh, do it all over again. Do it all day. over again. Then I, I I stopped going to the hotel and got an apartment, mm-hmm. and then it made everything a lot different. Because now you got neighbors and shit that right. you see when you come through. Then you got your people down in South Central Inglewood and shit. Right. And you know you feel like it's a better thing. Then I you know hang out in the valley with a couple of friends I had up there. So it's like, yeah, you get a you get to see a more robust side of the city. Well, at least the side of the city that was more important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit more explained. Yeah, and I hear that. I hear that. I had a couple Sherpas, but I wasn't I wasn't going to people's houses and shit like that. And it's sad, I got family out there. I should probably do the whole. I'd be funny about that, even with the yo. You know what I mean? I gotta. I got. I can't really invite myself. I gotta. Nah, you don't invite yourself. You just make yourself invite right. a ball. Say all right. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you know what's what's cracking. Like what's you know, going on? People understand. Like it's like what's what's cracking out where y'all at? You right. know, they ain't gotta invite you to right. their houses. You ain't trying to get up in nobody's crib. That ain't really the point. The point is getting to a place where you seeing people that's real in a real environment right. that's not as manufactured and not as, as plastic. Oh, damn. I ain't go that far. You think these people are plastic? No, their situation is plastic. Uh, no, not the people. I mean, people, just people like are the real. routine. The routine not, is the routine. Like, I don't want to say plastic. Like, so that? it's like, say, if you say the entertainment game, right? The, right. the industry people, right? Right. And then you go meet some friends at whatever the restaurant is of the month. 
You right. know what I'm saying? Y'all do it. Y'all do a big fancy dinner. And, you know, a couple of other people come through and it's a da-da-da who's, who's who and what's what. And, you know, it is who got what and who doing what. You know what I mean? Whoever's popping at the time, they come through and then that's a scene. And then you move to the next spot and it's, you know, you sitting at the studio or something and, and you really you really don't really want to be in there listening to this new artist get his tracks well, and shit. I ain't been on that wave in a minute. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And, and I see what you're saying. And it's like, you know, you, you, you there, it's chilling. You, you a it's monk. Work. It's work. It's, you know, you with some people that you ain't really, you know, you might have one real person there, but you sitting there in somebody else's environment right. and listening to some some uh, some tracks that that might end up being a hit, but you but you're not it. connected to it. You <laughs> yeah. ain't got no points on it. You know right. what I'm saying? You right. just, you know what I mean, it's something to say, but it ain't. You know what I mean? It don't it, it don't feed your soul. Like to me, it that ain't okay. That's that, better. That's to me, it don't feed your soul. So it's just a a manufactured environment. Okay, that, that I'm in. You I know think what that's mean? better than saying it, to plastic. me. That's a plastic environment. It's it's manufactured. It's you know what I mean. It's not real. Okay, we're not here on a you know what I'm saying a very real circumstance. That's all. All right, I see that. I mean, I guess I can see that. I see that as that. But then there's also even in that, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm not going to people's houses and shit like that. But even in that, you start to find your tribe amongst these people that are like, yeah, right, this is this is the so-called industry shit that people do. Mm-hmm. But let's do this. This is some different shit or whatever. And it's a it's a different side. It's a little bit more, right. as you would say, real or whatever. No doubt. Or or less less work inclined or less like because I don't even think it's manufactured. It's just like you got this is this is certain shit that you kind of have to do. And maybe that's why you divorce from it emotionally because you know it's more job shit. Like to your well, to your point, like you going in the in the studio but, and you hearing some shit that you like. Yeah. No, no, the music might be dope, but this me, this how I am. Got this it. this is this is how I am. I don't be around people just to be around people. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm only I I like I'm around I'm around motherfuckers that I really vibe with. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how I've been my whole life, man. Mm-hmm. My crew been my crew. You know what I'm saying? Since second grade, and then you know as I go out, I, I one of the things I feel like I was blessed with is the ability to know who's for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I could I could go in the room and I know that everybody not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to know everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be in the room with everybody. But if I'm there, it's cool. And if I'm just there for business and I don't have no real connection to it, then I'm disconnected to it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I'm there. I know how to play the game. I know how to be in the game. But that's not how I want to spend most of my time. Right. If I got if I got a, a situation that I need to get done, I know how to go do it. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of times you go in, you make your moves, and shit, you be out. Let them have let them have the studio and everybody hang around in there and all of the shit that they talk about and all the studio talk. You know, because mm-hmm. studio talk got its own thing. Like, like how they say it's locker room talk, like barbershop talk. It's studio just talk got a certain talk, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is that's very that's very specific, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, a lot of times you, you don't want to hear all that shit. Sometimes you just you know, it's a lot of smoking mirrors. Not even smoking mirrors. Just a lot of you know what I'm saying. A lot of keeping up with, with whoever the next man is. Right, and, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Whatever the, the thing is to do at the time, it's a lot of that in a very small, con, con, compact scenario. So it's, you're talking about three or four things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Watch his cars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Chicks, you know? Mm-hmm. Shit, if you married, 
You know what I'm saying? You, can't even, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't even indulge in the conversation. Like you can't even even get too invested in the conversation. Right. So you, I usually I'm behind my business. I keep it moving. But for the most part, I just don't like. I don't, I ain't no dude that like to just be round just to be round. If I'm round, then you know what I'm saying it's a real situation. You need to be in more uplifting studio sessions. Bro. No, I'm, I've <laughs> I've been in uplifting studio sessions. I had a lot of uplifting studio sessions. I'm just use that as one example. You know what I mean? I, I had a lot of um shit. Speaking of uh, up, I had a lot of good times at uh fucking Rafael Sadiq studio. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? He was cool. He was a real motherfucker. Well, that's you what's know what I mean. So I enjoyed being over there with them. Yeah. You know, because they they it was a real real group good group of people that I really with fucked them. with. You connected you know with them. So that's, that's what's up. That's cool. So it ain't it ain't. I'm not saying that. Each individual person in the environment is plastic. I'm just saying sometimes you end up in a situation that's not real to you. Mm. Do you think or, yeah, do you think, we've had this conversation before, but do you think you could live anywhere besides New York? And if so, what's on your radar? It's, it's almost inevitable that I live somewhere outside of New York. You know, because I'm, I'm not from here. I'm right. from, from Miami. My wife is from Atlanta. Uh, you know, the conversation always comes up, you know, the parents ain't getting no younger, right. you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit that that you sacrifice to live somewhere else. Right. So you come to a city like this and grind shit. I went home about a month ago. Shit, this kids I ain't seen since they was babies, they grown. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you missed the whole couple generations of motherfuckers. Fucking around out here in the world, you know. So as you as you get older, you know what I'm saying, you start to kind of think about, you know, how does that look mm -hmm. in in the future? How do how do you really set shit up to where you are in place for the people who are closest to you? Mm. You know what I mean. And so with that being said, yeah, I we exploring. I'm exploring shit now. Not that we I got no plan to go nowhere, but I'm setting up the next move. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly based on that, like family, or is it anything yeah, else yeah, definitely. that drives that, it? that family? You know what I'm saying? As far as business is concerned, I feel like I could set that up here, get it going, and you know, what I mean, you could do your business wherever. But it's really based on where I want to connect and where I want to be geographically closer to. You know, what I'm saying the people that's closest. In the bloodline, in mm. the family, in the friends, and the motherfuckers who you, you know. Who you, you know what I mean, just missed a lot of, you just missed a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it feels almost, it feels almost selfish, but it, you know, you know that you, you got to do what you got to do mm -hmm. to to get where you trying to go. But I didn't make no real effort, you know what I'm saying, to be in two places at one time. Hmm. Well, that's tough too, though. That shit is a hard. That's a hard thing to do, especially. If you, I mean, I don't know. You know, financially, that's a fucking. That's a real. That's a different situation. Nah, no doubt. I mean, you know, it is. Yeah, I mean, it could be done, but you know, it, it gets done. You know, you do it, but you know, what I'm saying, I haven't done it in a way that I wanted to. And could you like? It's. T I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of tough. That's kind of so, tough. But that's. But that's. I think a lot of. Um. I like. I think a lot of people will face that or are facing it now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people move to the big city or move to L.A. and move to New York, and they go out there and it's just them. And then right. they go and they start something new. You you know, like now when you have kids, like I got three kids, so you start to see it when, you know, damn, 
you can't move like people who from New York, they can move a little differently because they got grandmas and aunties right. and cousins' houses. You know what I'm saying? Right. My kids ain't growing up with none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? My kids ain't got no cousins in New York. Right. So they family is the family that we made here. Right. You know what I mean? So, and it's not that that's bad. We we have made family here. Right. You know, but they not growing up around their cousins. You know, FaceTime and the internet make it a little different, but mm-hmm. they not there. You know what I mean? So, right. so you you know, my son about to go to college. Right. He ain't never lived in a city with his cousins and grandma. He saw them a couple times a year, a few times a year. Right. You know? <clears throat> Where's he going to college? Down near them? I don't know. I mean, he, he got to pick it. Oh, he ain't picking. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought y'all said it was okay. Yeah. He 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 want to he he want to go see. Did Clark. y'all do the like the send down to Miami for the summer? Couple weeks, any of that type of thing. Or they nah? they go to they go to Atlanta every summer. They uh-huh. go to see my pops for a couple of weeks, but never like send for the whole summer. Like right, she, niggas ain't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my family ain't built like that. <laughs> yeah, In it's interesting. So you know that's in, it's inevitable. So you it always plays in your mind where could you go. You know what I mean, and how you get it done. Like right, like right now, I'm planning, I'm plotting it out right now. Right. Yeah, I've been talking to a bunch of people that are thinking about moving outside of New York or have just moved outside of New York, you know. And it's interesting. A lot of it, though, is motivated by family. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, mom's getting old type thing or whatever, whatever. Let me go. I want to be close. But, you know, every so... And then there's a couple people that just, you know, for jobs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know. That's life, man. Everybody, you want to go where you can live. You want to go where you can get money, you can live the way you want to live, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's, you know, you might want to slow it down and live better and not live in a little shoebox and, you know what I'm saying, and spend all your money on New York, just the tax of New York. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know. But then it's just like, you'll go to, I've seen this too, people go get set up some nice shit. Yeah. But remote than a motherfucker, and nobody visit them. So now they just on an island. They on an island. On a well-appointed island. They no got doubt. Apple TV. They got all types of fly shit. No they got a, a screening room. Hey, you got to build it. You got to build it. They ain't paying nothing. <laughs> they ain't paying nothing. You, you got to build it in a way. You know what I mean? That's that's part of it. Like, okay. Bored as shit. Nah, I ain't going to never be bored. No, I'm saying these are people that I, are just... Whew. I know. I'm just saying as far as how... I, if I... You got to put your exit plan together now. Yeah, you got to plan it out, man. You can't just plot yourself and just get it just because of a big house. Right. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta have it the way you... If I leave here, I want to have it the way I want to have it, at least to a certain extent. Mm. I know it ain't going to be New York where you just walk to the bodega. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's just going to be something else, but you know you want to set it up in the way that you do it. It's interesting because growing up, you would, you would meet people. Uh-huh. It was like, yeah, you know, they were they from New York, you know, so uh-huh. they they on a bar in New York, then they come to Miami and they set it up in a way where everybody come to them. Right. You know, I just seen it set up a different way where where, you know, these magical, mythical New York people come uh-huh. and all of a sudden everybody, you know what I'm saying, fucking with them and right. they they're an integral part of the community. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a lot of it is like when you as far as exploring and exploring people and shit like that, it's not only it's not just to see, it's not just to vibe, it's really to become a part of the community itself. Right. And wherever I go, I gotta be, you know what I'm saying, the same way I came here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got 
got in, became a part of it. Right. And found out where where it was real to me, where it connected to me. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's how, wherever I go, that's how I'm going. So, so what's on your rate? I mean, obviously, you got Atlanta, you got Miami, maybe. Somewhere, somewhere pl- in the approximate areas. That's it. I mean... That's the only ones that make sense at yeah. this point. Have you been in any place new, like a different city, where you like, yo, this shit is kind of fly. I think I could live here, or are you past that? Nah, I mean, nah. I had my cities. Okay, I got. What's your cities? Miami, okay. Atlanta, uh-huh. New York, L.A. Okay, that's you know, it. That's in the U.S., you know, what I, mean? I don't uh-huh. know, I don't know about outside. Okay, but right now that. Those my those my cities, right? You know what I mean. So if you gonna, I'm a, you gonna find me in one of them places, close okay. to one of them places. All right, but but but, yeah. Those always been my cities too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, of my cities. I guess Atlanta might still be a city. I feel like I've I've been de- I've been there. I did it. You know what I mean? Right. On a little on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I like the West Coast, but again, like I feel like I haven't really lived lived out there. Right. And I like just aesthetically, I feel like I might like Northern California more than I like Southern California. Right. But I heard Northern California is way more expensive. And it just, I ain't really, I haven't really found a whole bunch of people that I, you know, I don't really kick it, kick it out there. I haven't done enough right. exploration. I just be on the, I just be on wowed by how it looks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think when you lived in New York for the majority of your life, first of all, damn near every city in the state in the states is cleaner than your city. No doubt. You know what I mean? So you be wowed by wow, it's fucking clean <laughs> shit. Like that's it from the beginning. Like it's a clean city. Then the weather's nice. Oh, the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. Typically. That'll that'll be where it kind of stops. <laughs> like it's, it's clean as fuck. Weather nice. You know what I mean. Restaurants are cool. We got restaurants. You know what I mean. Like now it goes back and forth. But it's just like I remember first time I went to uh, what's the name of that? I went to San Diego. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could live in San Diego, but for about forty eight hours. I did not like San Diego. Forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, this shit is beautiful. Where the fuck they been hiding this shit? Shit is amazing. About 48 hours later, I was ready to get the fuck out of there. See, me, I be on the vibe of the people and the energy of the, I be on the energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And San Diego just was, woo. It was a weird energy for you. Weird energy every time I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, get the fuck from around here. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. So, you know, some places just got in. I I consider, shit, I I like the energy of Bermuda. Uh. I used to go there, shit. We went there like six, seven years straight. Yeah, yeah, and shit, they got a law about buying shit out there. You gotta be, you gotta do it a certain kind of way oh. to buy shit out there. But I love the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just vibe with. You know what I'm saying? I just liked how that shit rolled. What's the vibe like out there? It's just chill. There. It's like you know what I'm saying? Like for people, if you're looking for the party and shit like that, Bermuda ain't it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That shit is not it. Like it's not Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic or no shit like that. Right. And you ain't just gonna go out there wilding. Right. They got a lot of laws and rules and shit. It's, it's polite on the surface. Uh-huh. On the surface, it's polite. But if you dig past the surface, it's like motherfuckers is live. Right. You know what I'm saying? They on just, the low. It's if you're on the low with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yo, they be kicking it. Like, uh-huh. it be a fucking scene behind the scenes. Interesting. And that's the life. And then the fucking uh, average income, like the, the median income is some shit like $83,000 or some shit. 
You said so, people that drive cabs is making that type of money. Hell yeah. That, pff, people that's driving cabs is, is on top of the food chain. Because they, you got to take a cab. You can't rent a car. Yeah. So your, your cab driver, you know what I'm saying? Really, it's not even a cab. It's like, it's not car service, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like a yellow cab. You get in a bitch. Like, you know, it's like usually a nice van. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your driver got a Rolex on. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's very, you know, they they, they well educated, they real educated and shit. So he talking to you and blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, a lot of them, a lot of people in Bermuda, they they buy they buy homes on the East Coast. Like, they right off the coast of North Carolina, like 600 miles off of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it's not down in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, they send their kids to college right down the East Coast, and then you know they buy houses right down the East Coast. So you know you start talking to them, and you you know it's people that get in there thinking they talking to a cab driver, right? You know what I'm saying? Then it's just funny to watch the motherfuckers break the shit down, but then the motherfucker get out the cab with their face cracked, like this motherfucker got more going on than me, right? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? So I like that. I like that. I like they feel like that pride of shit. We. We take all the people here taking care of. You don't really see, you know what I'm saying, people on, you don't, you don't see people on the street begging and shit like that. That don't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? The pizza man is like, shit, man, I make, you know what I'm saying, $16 an hour. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a certain pride that comes with that when you don't have, you know what I mean, when the shit is kind of spread out and everybody's getting something. Everybody living good. Everybody living. And it's not that, that rich and poor, right. rich and real poor. You know what right. I mean? It's like it's balanced. And feel it, it, you could feel it. There's no fucked up people out there. I ain't say there's no fucked up people, oh, but man. it ain't you don't see them motherfuckers. They, they about to be in the comments. You know what I'm saying? You know you you got you ain't you, been to my block. You you got back of town and shit like that. But even back of town, back of town, that's a, back of town, back of town. Shit. You got back of town. It's not like you're hiding shit. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. But but. By comparison to any hood in America, it's decent. That shit is fucking lovely. Okay, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers ain't got no guns. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not bad. It's 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 chill, man. That's what's up. It's chill, and I like it. It's beautiful. Yeah, but again, I connect more with the the energy of the people than I do with if the buildings look like this. And the, I like architecture, but you know what I'm saying? Not more than I like people. Right. No, I like people too. I like people. People, I mean, that's up there. You want to? I think that you know that's something that I can't say speak for everybody, but that's definitely maybe something that you don't think about initially when you move until you get there. You're like, fuck, because you never really had to think about people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you, especially if you're moving for the first time out of whatever your neighborhood was, you, you didn't even, I mean, obviously there was effort into making your friends or whatever, but it's just such a default that you forget that these are your friends in this town, this city. They don't come with you. Right. So you got you to gotta reestablish yourself. And as you get older, that shit could be tougher. Right. You know. I mean, like, that's what I invest in. Like, you know what I'm saying? People. Like, they, just understanding where where things are, who's where. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I do. Right. I try to figure out who's where, knowing where this type of vibe is and that type of vibe. And, right. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> last thing you want to do is move from like Brooklyn and then to, to like, you know, some white nationalist neighborhood just because you ain't know. 
Right. <laughs> well, you got to do a little Cause, research. Because the houses look pretty as shit. You know, you even if you if you that do. That shit could happen. Yeah, it definitely happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. It's like a dude that, that, that lives, lives down the street from me. You know, he, he's talking about, yeah, you know what I'm saying? His wife from Atlanta, too. And she was, he was like, yeah, she been, you know, showing me these houses in McDonough, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? You get a big ass house, you know what I'm saying? For this, <laughs> da 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 da. Man, shit, man. I, said, I be wanting to sell my shit every day, but I ain't selling. And then, um, I ain't know too much about McDonough, Georgia, but I know the further you start going outside of that down 285 loop, Man, you know, cross on your lawn. Yeah, yeah. And then we went down and um, we shot this thing, and uh, the family, they lived in uh, Buckhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the dude who owned the house. He was telling me that, uh, you know, they had been there two years and they just they had moved from McDonough, Georgia. Right. And then I was like, yeah, my, my my neighbor been telling me about McDonald's Judge. What's it like? He was like, man, you know, you get a nice house. <laughs> That's it. But she going to have them, them boys with them flags on them trucks. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? As your neighbors. So, you know, yeah. it's like, you know. and It's a cost. That might not be a problem. You know what I'm saying? But I, I generally like to be in an environment where I feel the vibe of the whole environment. You feel welcome. You, know, you ain't got to like everybody. I don't right. like everybody in bad style. Right. But overall, it's a nice mix. You don't feel hated. Oh, man. You definitely don't want to go nowhere where <laughs> right. you hate it. Right. Unless you just shitting on everybody. <laughs> Moving to the Upper East Side and you buying the biggest shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you just shitting on everybody. But they just hate you because of that. But I don't want to be regular and be hated. Right. Just cause I'm not <laughs> be regular and hated. <laughs> uh, shit. H- hate me for a reason, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! You know what I'm saying? What's going on with you though, man? What's up? Shit, man. Just out here, man. Working. What you been up to? Shit. Uh, man, I've been finishing up like all of the back end stuff on the tour. You know what I mean? I've been <clears throat> tripping off this internet and shit. The internet been kind of crazy the last week. What's going on on the internet? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit going on. The Emmys was black. It was you know black than a motherfucker. Motherfucking Nas and Nicki Minaj is together for some, or uh, speculated to be together right. and shit. Right. The shit tripped out part about that shit is, uh-huh. his, like, his core, like, the girls that really like Nas. Oh, the, like, okay. The, the idea of Nas. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being the knowledge, kicking the knowledge right. and sense of self and, right. you know, real poet ass motherfucker. Right. They mad as fuck. Right. That he's dating Nicki Minaj. Right. And, you know, I don't usually, you know what I'm saying, get into no relationship shit. But uh-huh. I just found out that ironic that, you know, they would be so opposed to him. Like, like Nicki's like scum of the earth or something. Or like, they, you know, they calling her a clown chick. And, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I guess they taking her persona. Right. And putting it out. Like, I don't know her as a real person. But, uh-huh. shit, man. I think they judging both personas. Right. You know what I mean? Because I, I haven't seen, I haven't really been paying attention to like women that were Nas fans, but I I know I got a couple of homeboys that was hitting me in the group like, what the fuck is going on? Like, but they like <laughs> 90s rap purists. <laughs> so they, they first of all, they don't fuck with Nicki just because they don't fuck with anything past a certain era. Right. And they don't feel like, Lyrically, she's on par. Like they still right. on some fan fiction shit with Nas right. would date Lauren or somebody right, with right. ill bars. Shit, I got two reasons why Nas could date I Nicki mean, Minaj. It's a few reasons. Nas got tax problems. Oh man, <laughs> and motherfucking big ass child support. And that's why he dating Nicki Minaj. No, I'm just saying that's 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 a reason. Trying to get hot? <laughs> nah, not trying to get hot. Shit, he ain't got a he ain't got a. She don't require as much. You know what I'm saying? She got her own shit. 
Mm-hmm. He already spinning out. She might she might be able to help him with the bag a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like shit. And with a little bag of relevance. <laughs> Listen, man, shit. Lonzo Ball, tell it. Yeah, the couple of shit. What he had to drop three million last year on the IRS. Three point five. Three point five, and they just hit him a couple months ago for three hundred mo. But the three point five was and I looked at some of the paperwork. I think the three point five settled for like it was six million owed over a long time, right. so it didn't. Right. It wasn't like out the. I think it's gonna be a, a long time till he gotta hit another three point. I think but he had to a, hit a three point five. Yeah, he had to hit it, but he was that's, gonna. That's be a hit. that's a lick, especially when Khalees getting whatever the high ass number she was getting. Man. Shit, Nas had to get back out there and work, boy. We so shit, everybody got work. So dating out here in this world, man, shit, you like, let me shit. So she you got feel- her own shit. She good. That's shit. a financial. I could, I, could, I could go over her crib and feel relaxed and shit. Woo. This is this is nice, it's, Nikki. It's no broke energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't no broke energy. Y'all talking that, that shit. That we know of. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Shit, we just, it's all speculation. Niggas, it's all speculation. I, mean, I ain't saying he down. I'm just all saying. I'm saying is, is that. So you saying. Uh, what, other, what other rappers is up? Who he gonna date? I don't know. Exactly. I don't think that's true. He already been in the situation where he done got hit upside the head. Oh, so you think that is like. I just think it's a less of, it's like she bring a lot to the table. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Financially. And I think, I don't think Nikki's a dumb chick. I think Nikki's smart. I think yeah. when Nikki came in the game, she had her whole shit mapped out. Right. Like no label didn't create her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She had her whole shit created. They okay. came and picked it up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She was already dealing with her fans one to one. You know what I'm saying? She had already done all the grunt work with with uh, you know what I'm saying, with Waka Flocka Mama. Just she already been in them streets. Mm-hmm. She figured a way to jump from hood boogie rapper to motherfucking big ass hit. Well, that co-sign from Lil Wayne definitely helped. Yeah, but when Lil Wayne co-signed her, she had she had, she was popping. She was popping on the DVDs. She was no, she was popping with her fans on her one to one on her Twitter. Her Twitter game was magnificent. Before Young Money, the time right when the time she was hitting with Young Money, right before she signed. Yeah, she was already. She was already had the Barbies. She was already doing all that shit. When she signed, she went on the America's Most Wanted tour. Uh-huh. She didn't have a fucking. She didn't have her own bus. She was on the bus with the dancers. Right. She didn't have a fucking dressing room. And you say she had a fan base even then. She already had a fan base. A, a sizable fan base? Hell or yeah. A- That's the reason why they fucked with her. They didn't, she didn't, they didn't just come grab her and put her on. They fucked with her because she was already popping. Yeah, well, I don't know. Go back. I, I, I got to go back on that one. Go back and look because like- I was, you know what I'm saying, I was close to the situation at the time. Right. So I was amazed at what she was doing. You saw the metrics. I already close. saw what she was doing. I saw before she hit that tour uh-huh. that you know, like Twitter wasn't no no old thing. Like people know how to do Twitter now. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? She was on that Twitter creating her own language, her own little words. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Have people doing all the little shit. You know what I'm saying? And they was following her. Like you could watch the shit you could watch the shit explode when whenever she got on there. No, I did that. Which I- which was new and novel to me at the time, and a lot of people didn't have a handle on that. See, I don't, I don't really, I got to look back on it, and you, I would trust you on that. I will say this: she already had her personality, and like she was fully formed. She was an artist. She had direction. She's, she's smart. You know what I mean? She's, she's a dope artist. But I think that sensibility-wise, aesthetically-wise, I think that 
Nas, and and we've talked about that even throughout, even some of the shit that he's done, he's still kind of put on this like right. pedestal right. of like pure rapper. Right. right, but it's the same. Then this the nigga made Uchi Wally. Right. <laughs> Which was Queens nigga. One of the nastiest songs New York has ever made outside of Put It In Your Mouth, Akinelli. Nah. Like what? Who? What? I wouldn't put, I mean, put nigga, it in your mouth. Listen I, to Uchi Wally, I, nigga. I, I did it, but <laughs> that I just. That shit was not New York style. That shit was like Two Live Crew with lyrics. Nah. Nigga. I know pull, the lyrics. Pull up, hey, the, pull up the, the lyrics to Uchi Wally. Y'all pull up the lyrics to Uchi Wally right. and recite them shits in a monologue. I'm, no, I'm, nigga I'm would saying. be like, nigga, you are Luther Campbell and the Two Live Crew. Nah, <laughs> it's it's raw. It's raw. It's raw. I'm not gonna uh, say on, it's not on. raw, nigga. But you can't. That put shit it wasn't in no poetry. I'm not saying it wasn't poetry, but I but you can't group it with put yeah. it in your mouth. Oh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. And yes, uh, I can. some Luke shit. I would put. I would. I'm from Miami. I would put put it right in there. It didn't have a I beat. Think, it didn't I, have a. Exactly. It didn't have a beat. But the words were straight from, yeah. from Dolomitish. But I think I think that's more argument's sake because you nah. got to go to a transcript. Nah. It don't really resonate immediately. Nigga. A, a, like a song like put it in your mouth. We're not even talking about. We talking about just the title. Nigga. You know immediately that song meant a certain type of thing. And this song Uchi Wally is wild. Uchi Wally is wild, but it ain't, it's not on hold par. On, hold on, that shit on par. Hey, uh, I know the nigga horse. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> yeah, we got chicks in the living room getting it on. Uh-huh. I'm leaving till six in the morning. Okay. Uchi for Uchi. Hold on. Right. <laughs> let me, I'm my glasses. Look at Matt. Look at Matt waiting to see. I'm not offended yet. <laughs> <laughs> Matt got the, huh. I'm not offended, just, uh, Trying to follow the conversation. Right, I'm, right. I'm just like, what? I'm lost. Nah, nah, don't worry about it. We got you. <laughs> Yo, what up, Ma? Take a look. You hypnotized. How long my dick stretch your insides? For real, Ma, your thick lips, thick thighs. Stroke both holes. Pass it to Nas. <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah, saying it goes on and on and on. Though. I'm not I'm saying, saying that they don't say some wild shit. They say some wild shit like but, all the other niggas say wild but shit. But if I, now I'm not, my thing is, and I never, I'm not arguing that Nas is pure. Nas could go off for the, I'm just saying that's his, that's the, the, the fucking, uh, the, uh, what's the word, the idea. People look right, at him definitely, like that. Definitely, definitely. But I will have to say, I wouldn't. I Uchi Wally a wild raw song. It's a wild raw song. There's a lot of raw songs out there. <laughs> I just wouldn't put Uchi Wally in the same bracket as fucking put it in your mouth. I would. That's right. just me. Right. I would put Uchi. Let Wally, us know. I would put Uchi Wally and and that's like a seven C. Akinelli in the same category. I could think of maybe. I could probably think of at least five more songs. Like what? Uh, I got. I would have to think, but. Is we could think of let's let's say this, if we were having a vulgarity in hip hop <laughs> bracket, New York based, no, no, that, be that's, New York that's, based. That's what I said. I said that was the the rawest song out of New York no. since Akinelli. That's what I was saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got you got two live crew. You got all kind even, of southern rappers. I would even say um, Dreams of Fucking an R and B chick is is harder. that was before Akinelli. No, but I mean, I would put that in. I can. All right, let me stick. Let me stick. In between, that. put it in your mouth and Uchi Wally. That's what. That's what. That's why I framed so it. So you up. saying between since, since since put it in your mouth to 2017, the only not thing, 2017 to Uchi Wally. All right, that's like three years. No, four years. I don't know. Nah, Uchi Wally probably like 2005, six or some shit like. Nah, that. Nah, I wasn't that long. Four, three, 2001. Oh, okay, something like that. This was about seven years. No. Put it in your mouth was 90s. early 90s. 
six. Okay. Maybe. About five years. So five years. Five, six years. And I feel like there's still some shit that we could probably, if we were like really sitting around but looking not from at a, it. Not from a big ass rapper like Nas. Well, now, now, but you throwing a whole lot more on it now. Because so like, I can you never go, had no big ass rapper. Yeah, but that was a big song. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know any other big songs coming out of New York in between that time. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. And, I, and I'm not no damn music no, historian. I'm just saying, just off a of ref, my own reference. Uh-huh. I hadn't heard nothing I like hear that. that since put it in your mouth. I hear that. I'm just I'm challenging that point. I got. I don't have. I don't have uh, enough evidence at the moment. No doubt. But what I'm saying is, I'm throwing out to the to the comments. Would you put Uchi Wally on the same list as put it in your mouth and what Luke song are you gonna throw the D? Nah, nah, no, we're not gonna Luke put it. Luke don't even got no I think that, Luke shit was more for for me, Luke shit was more like spectacle than like cause I can't even really think of a, a Luke song. I mean, we want some blood. I mean that all all the shits was was based on that. Like right. they, they they was the first ones doing that. In the in the hip hop space, right, so right. you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna even put. Indian I'm just saying. Girl. I'm just putting it in the New York space. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying. In the New York space. I think one of the first because that was it wasn't really it wasn't really characteristic of a East Coast rapper to do a song like that and and talk in that manner, and for Nas to be the one that's on it, it was it was to me it was out of character, but you know what I'm saying he did it. That's his shit. So what. Nah, I think there's a, there's some vulgar cats out there. We, yeah, Big just, we, said we, some we, raw shit, but Big you know said what I mean? some raw shit. I mean, the first real vulgar song that I remember, like, oh shit, was Indian Girl by Slick Rick. It was super vulgar, but right. it was that shit. I remember <laughs> rewinding that shit and holding. The, oh shit! I remember. Yeah, that was a real moment. Uh, Digital Underground. They well, they had sex packets. It was still mild. Really. It was yeah. Well, a lot of this I, shit was mild. Really, I didn't really. At the time, I didn't really pay attention to what they were saying at Uchi Wally. Only reason I really stopped to listen to it because Lashana Stanley, who uh, runs Ethnicity Models, right, and they were just on the bubble at the time. We was all coming up together, right. and she casted the video. and And her mm-hmm. main thing was that she was she had moved to Miami and she started this this modeling agency, and she didn't really want to. You know what I'm saying? Want her girls to go on the, you know, on a, you know what I'm saying? On the path of being exploited. Like, mm-hmm. so, so she casted all the girls from her agency in the Uchiwali video. And then I don't think she heard the lyrics. And then mm. when she, after she heard the shit, she was like mortified. And you know what I'm saying? I was talking to her. She was like, yo, this shit is fucking crazy. This song is crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. It's, it's a cute little ditty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uchi, that calls it all you really remember. Right. Uchi Wally, exactly. Wally, Uchi Wally. And then, and then I, after, after she told me that, I went back and listened like, God damn, this shit that's is raw. Right. That's why I wouldn't this put it on the same. This shit is wrong. That's why I wouldn't put it on the same. <laughs> but listen, my point is that's why I wouldn't put it on the same list because when you hear put it in your mouth, that's the hook. That's the hook. Right, 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 right. But that don't make it less graphic. No, but it 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 put it ranks it a little differently because this shit is, to your point, is graphic on the low. This is back of the house. I mean This is uh back of the town or whatever. Like you until you sit down, like I said, you get the transcript or at least listen. Cause Uchi Wally Wally Uchi Bang Bang, that shit is it's, it's some shit your kid could be singing yeah, until <laughs> till you be like, what the fuck? Exactly. So if you on a set where you casted a video and you know you hear that song a hundred times that day, 
then you like, wait a fucking minute. You know what I mean? But it, I don't know. Am I, I just, I that's just my long. That's yeah. just my point. We'll put it you know to the I, I can't. I can't make everybody decision. Right. And, and you know, again, I ain't never always right. Right. So but look, I'm in the conversation. There you go. So back to the. I mean, I'm not mad at the Nas <laughs> Nikki shit. It it feels like. I mean, the shit is it's put together. They both from Queens and right. popping. Right. You know, it's a cool little situation. I mean, like, how feels... you gonna be mad at any nigga getting with whoever the fuck you want right. to get with? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. You ain't like she no no trash chick. Right. You know what I mean? I've only only like real people that I heard like, and, and people don't really. I haven't heard nobody like to your point. I haven't heard nobody like shitting on it or being upset by it. more so than anything. Just baffled. Like, wait a minute. Like, like again. Like, there's cats that just they they see Nas as like. The most pure lyrical rapper who still lived by like the tenets of hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one of the motherfuckers that just he he's you know or the most righteous MC, and it's just another motherfucker. Right. It's another Not, you know Nas, another nigga from Queens. Nas always went back and forth, man. After you know he did Illmatic and became revered, but like you know all them years where you know. He had problems with it though. They yeah. would give him a lot of shit for it because they people held him on this shit. Yeah, and, and, and he did. Then he'll do written. the shit. He'll do the shit what Puff Nam was doing. He'll drive out in the Bentley, and you know what I'm saying. He had Shorty. What you know what I'm saying? What's your price? Right. You know what I'm saying? You can hold my ice. Right, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, like right. that's that's the great ass shit. But you know, hey, <laughs> you can hold my ice. Like you know, hey. Oh, what's your price? Yeah, what's your price? Oh, yeah, okay, I let right. you hold my ice. Right. But then you owe me back. Right. Like you okay. owe your tax. Damn. <laughs> You went in on this shit like a counselor. No, I'm just saying at the time when that shit was out, I was like, wow. Nas. Because you gotta understand, I was I was an outsider. Right. I didn't understand why they held Nas so high in the beginning. Right. When I I'm like I said, I'm in Miami. We ain't like, you know, it's cats that listen to Nas, but at right. the time, it was a lot of other shit down south was starting to pop. So right. you know. We were more focused on that shit. Outcast, A Ball, right. MJG, and right. cats that was doing UGK and right. like niggas that was doing some different shit to us. And, you know, they just gave Nas all this, you know, five mics and shit before right. anybody ever heard the shit. So it was kinda like as a consumer, it was being forced right. to to us, to the outsiders. Right. Like, who are they forcing this cat? Right. And then you listen to it, it's like, okay, cool. So I really didn't have that that initial Illmatic experience. So, I as I watched it grow, then it seemed like he became a little confused at his direction. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, he halfway was doing what he was doing, but then he was halfway trying to do what Puff and Jay-Z was doing. Right. And then it wasn't really working out at its, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really coming together right. to me. I didn't really give, I, like I say, man, I, I didn't really start fucking with Nas till I made that made, I made You Look mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Made You Look. That, that album was hard as fuck to me. I, I, then I understood Godson? him. I understood him in retrospect. Yeah, I think it was Godson. I think so too. I understood it in retrospect because I had missed the the initial wave. You know what's interesting? And I was listening to a couple different like podcasts and things. So yeah, to that point of how you viewed Nas, right? I was listening to Quest Love Supreme. They had Too Short on there, right? And then uh, you know he was talking about. You know how Too Short was out, out there going platinum and shit like right. that, but he wasn't. You know he wasn't critically acclaimed like the critics was tearing the them they was tearing them, they down. tearing them apart like they was doing most people from like outside of New York anybody from outside of New York and you know to be fair I was definitely influenced by that shit New York bred 
a certain rap snob. You right. you can you know what I mean? It right. did because it wasn't just it wasn't just the fact that hip hop started in the Bronx. It was also like hip hop media was right. like was here. really big in New York, and it was like this the journalistic like a lot of people would read. You know, became the perceived value when it became the whole mic system and things like that. And you see, oh, this got five mics. Mm-hmm. This only got three mics. So just off the strength, this is an inferior album, right? Just just because of you read it in a book, right? It was an inferior, and the way that they kind of like, you know, like uh, spoke highly. Because with the Nas shit, I remember Nas's impact. Right. I remember. I remember him popping up. I remember him being on like Stretch and Bob back in the day. Then I also remember like watching Video Music Box. And to this day, in retrospect, you realize it was just the EPK. But it, the EPK was damn near like a whole special episode of Video Music Box, right? <laughs> and the whole thing with him, because they presented Nas again like the Lion King. Like, huh? Like the you new Rock M. The new Rock M. But not only just. This nigga's the new Rakim, because it's been a lot of this is that nigga, but it was like, this is the new Rakim, but not only just that, it's not just me saying it. Ralph McDaniels, who's having this show, we got Q-Tip here, we got Pete Rock, we got Premier, we got everybody you fuck with. Like, this is the biggest cosign I think any rapper had seen. You know what I mean? Like, explicit cosign. That might have started the cosign. Right. You know what I mean? Before that, there was niggas coming in and that was his man, but it wasn't as explicitly like, yo, my name is Ali Muhammad and I, you know what I mean? I endorse. Like, this was a full-on commercial. It was an EPK, but it was disguised as an episode of Video Music Box. So you like, yeah, damn, this nigga really matters more than anybody because nobody else had this type of shit. And none of that shit made it to where I was at. Right. So, <laughs> but that's the disconnect. Because right. you like, who the fuck is that? Because it's like, it's, it's a lot of, you know, we was programmed. It was a right. lot of programming. And then not to take nothing away from the shit, because Illmatic is still a fucking phenomenal album. Like, that shit is, that's just a beautiful album. I mean, there might only be one record on it I don't fuck with, which is right. like one time for your mom. But like, when I listen to that still 20 years later, that shit still feels damn near perfect. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know about how much of that was I was, you know, like... Uh, no, nah, it, it doesn't matter at that point. Right. If, if it connected, it connected. Right. And it was a disconnect for us. We might feel that way about Southern Player Listing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that was perfect. Right. ATLs was even better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. ATLians was even better to, right. to us. Right. So, it's it, you know at that time you know what I'm saying that that's what it was it just felt like it was forced to to as far as the media because right. he it was definitely coming out of New York you had that media and that was the breaking point time when shit started to go the south started to be right. like you know what man fuck that we don't care if they ain't paying us no attention fuck it just we on our own shit that was the other point I was saying this is the part I was listening to shout out to the '85 South show they had Big Gip on there mm-hmm. and Big Gip was talking about when they first made the Goody Mob album, the first Goody Mob album. First of all, they wasn't even like a group. Right. Like, Git wasn't in the group and I think CeeLo or, you know what I mean? I think CeeLo and somebody else was in a group together. Right. Yeah. And Git was like, you know, they was all kind of just in a collective. Right. But, you know, the outcast shit popped and it opened up a lane for them they jumped in. But one point that he made was he said they based their uh, their album, they started looking at people from the south that was spitting so like big mike or mm-hmm. eight ball mjg or you know um 
fucking UGK, things like that. JT Money. Right. Okay. <laughs> but see, to your point, barely any of them motherfuckers was on the radar. Like, nah. Or if they were, it was like a blip. Or you had to be a real deal, super, super, right, super music motherfucker. Right, because the mainstream was not fucking with that shit outside of the major nah. levels. You would see it in the source. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, I remember before I went to college, I remember the Master P Ice Cream Man video. Mm -hmm. I thought the shit was hilarious because it was Ice Cream Man. He was, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, but then when I got to Atlanta and you start pe meeting people <laughs> from New Orleans and, and just people from all over who were a little bit more connected to that shit mm -hmm. and it resonated with them, you started taking it a little bit more serious. Sometimes some of that stuff, you got to be there right. to really... And Feeling. And that's that's the point where I, I discovered that, you know what I'm saying, music was ingested differently down south than it is in New York. Like New York, you know what I'm saying, you got your headphones, you on the train, right. you you moving about, you know what I mean, you in smaller spaces for the most part. It's a lot of solitude. Yeah, it's a lot of solitude, you know what I'm saying, you might, you know, your your living quarters aren't might not be as wide and big, so you know what I'm saying, yeah. you ain't finna just be blasting your moms out. Right. So... In the South, where I'm from, music was more felt. It was more outside. It was more like just driving. Just driving. It was, you know what I'm saying, something you really heard. Like you heard the beat. You heard, you know what I'm saying? It, you had to you had to feel it in the in the world as opposed to in your head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a whole different thing. So if you play Nas loud, eh, you weren't gonna feel it like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you play a Paul, MJG, mm -hmm. they spitting and the beat is bumping. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You play JT Money, like JT Money, shit, he was like the ghetto Bible for niggas down there. What's the best JT Money album? Poison Clan. It was Poison Clan. So that that second Poison Clan album, Poisonous Mentality, was crazy. Yeah, the first one was dope. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The second one was crazy. I think the second one had Shake What Your Mama Gay on it, which was when you we, they only had one bass song on the album okay. you know what I'm saying on the first album it was uh, Dance All Night and then on the second album it was Shake What Your Mama Gave You which was a big hit for them but right. most of the album was just you know what I'm saying it was just spitting yeah. like real you know what I'm saying street stories you know mm -hmm. what I mean kind of like Miami version of what Ice Cube was doing Okay, you know what I'm saying so JT was was the goddamn ghetto Pope really yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying before Trick Daddy JT ran the whole shit Wow. So from, from Miami to probably like South Carolina, JT was cracking. <laughs> I remember JT Money. I my whole my biggest connection to him is probably Who That. Exactly. That's the song he got signed to a big label. Right. Did. That was his last shit. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell it was like I missed the wave on that. Yeah, that that was his biggest record, but it wasn't what he you know what I'm saying? It right. wasn't the you know what I'm saying? The JT we That know. shit was hard though. Yeah. It was the who that who that. That shit was that shit that was popping. That was like a style. That was a new style for me. I didn't even never rap that kind of way. I gotta listen back to him. Yeah, you gotta you gotta, you gotta to listen to it like, you know, cause they was like fresh out of high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? They uh -huh. first album, they was, you know, might not even been in they might have recorded twelfth grade. So wow. it was just raw, <clears throat> young nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was nice. Shit. Yeah, he was nice. And then they had, you know what I'm saying, they had that quality production, Mr. Mix and um and uh, shit, what's my man, um, DJ Toomp, uh -huh. and all in, uh, you know, all them cats who were from Atlanta, but right. they were in Miami right. um, working on the Luke Records. They was making some crazy-ass beats that was bumping in the club, but it was still kind of sample based where it felt more like, you know what I'm saying, not East Coast hip-hop, but more like what Ice Cube mm -hmm. and, the, and the Bomb Squad was right. doing. And um, uh, what's, the, what's the crew Ice Cube had? 
Lynch Mob. What was the production group though? On that, after he left the Bomb Squad, he there was an LA based group that was doing that shit. Um, but anyway, they had dope ass beats and they could rock <clears> in the club. So you know what I'm saying? It it, it created a lane uh, mm-hmm. that was different and niggas was running with it. But yeah. you know. That yeah. was, you know, that's, but that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? But now, you if it connects with you, you feel it. That's why this shit that's popping now, these kids feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's a disconnect because you ain't living that life. You ain't out there in the world with them with how they living. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You're not there. You're not, you're, you wasn't, you know. Speaking of that shit, you see that shit with Future and Cher? Uh, you know what until you said you wanted to talk about it I was actively avoiding that shit it would pop up as a pre-roll on videos I was like let me get the fuck out of here with this shit I just didn't want to see it and I watched it and uh it's some interesting things (laughs) what what did you notice Uh, I mean it was first of all Cher old Uh, how Matt can you look up how old Cher Cher is old Cher is an older woman she's She's mature like she's probably like 70 Maybe. Or, Probably. Or better. Probably. Um, but, you know, they had a, you know, she was dressed young, kind of, you know what I'm saying? She walked on, they, they had on with the little. She's 71. She's 71, 71 years old. All right. And she stepped out there, you know, they, I don't know if it was a, a body double or if that was Cher, but they, you know what I'm saying? She walked past the cameras a little, little booty. Yeah. Like a little fatty. Uh huh. <laughs> Cher was letting you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shad gave him a back shot right quick. Turn it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny because I already called Shad a big homie. Moonlight. Is that no? Never mind. Go ahead. What's the what was the movie she did? Moon. What was it? Moonstruck? All right, go ahead. I no. called Shad a big homie. Wow. Because um, you know Laura Checkerway who who works with me a lot. Right. Uh, she was doing a documentary. Shout out to Laura. And um, and Cher ended up. <laughs> Cher ended up. Being a part of this documentary because she was she felt a certain kind of way about the subject, so she had kind of jumped in it the same way Laura jumped in. Uh-huh. And so when she came in, she was kind of like, you know, you know how when a celebrity come into your project, it changes the whole shit. Right. So it was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You you, you was on the phone with Cher, You're like yeah, was like. And then she was like, she's like my big homie because yeah. I was telling <laughs> telling about some of my big homies. Uh-huh. And, you know, she was like, yeah, Cher's like the big homie. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. So that was became like the code name for Cher, the big homie. The big homie. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw the big homie with Future, it wasn't. It wasn't that far of a stretch. That wasn't that odd in my mind. But, you know what I'm saying? In reality, that shit was odd as fuck. Right. Yeah, I guess. It just was fucking, it was random as shit. No doubt. It was random. I don't even understand what, I don't understand what the, uh. The correlation was supposed to be, or was it just supposed to be random for random sake? I don't know. Sha- I don't, yeah, I don't, for, for future it was the bag. For Cher it was the bag. It was the you bag. <laughs> Whoever the creative director was, I don't know. He might be a genius or he might be a fool. That's I don't the Madbury Club. You know what I'm saying? But shout but, out to them. They used to they used to have a website. Well, they still got a website, but they kind of came up like just. When young with that? Man, I don't know. Man. Maybe he might have been, but I know these cats. I don't know. I don't know them personally, right. but I just remember them kind of popping up, creating their own like almost like online magazine type of right, thing. Right, right, And it was dope because it was independent, you know. So it seemed like it wasn't nobody that I knew about. It wasn't. They weren't connected to any uh, big publications. It just seemed like it was. It right. was purely online. So to see that that shit has transferred over to them doing 
advertisements for the Gap. That shit is pretty. Yeah, Ill. that's it. That's pretty ill. Even though I feel like the Gap been having the same commercial for thirty years. It's just yeah, cool people, the, white yeah. tees and jeans. No doubt, with a white broke, background. But I mean, if it, if it, it ain't broke, don't fix it. No doubt, but it's like, but let's not act like this shit is revolutionary. No, it's not revolutionary at all. Like you say, it's probably mostly random than yeah. revolutionary. But again, you know. Future get a bag, share get a bag. It's interesting to have such a wide gap in, uh, you know, age. You know what I'm saying? Basically serenading each other and shit, duetting on the motherfucking stoop. You know what I'm saying? Which is, it's encouraging actually, as far as the generations where we at in culture where it kind of don't matter. You know what I'm saying? If you could get in the conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could be in the conversation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not where, you know, you, you turn forty five, they send you off in the canoe to die. Okay. Or you know what I'm saying, you gotta wait till you you know what I'm saying, that at nine to actually be considered, you know, cool and adult. Right. Like, right. you know, when I was coming up, it seemed like everybody was old as fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? They might have only been 20-something, 30-something, right. but just the style of hard bottoms. entertain hard bottom, big, thick mustache. You can't yeah. even grow a mustache like that yeah, until you're of a certain steroids. stature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you had to been shaving for some years right. to get them right. big, thick-ass Drake Daddy yeah, yeah, mustache. Yeah. Like, that's a hard shit to grow. Yeah. My shit still don't grow like that. Nah, that's a... That, I think it's easy to supplement. <laughs> I don't know what was going on back then. You know what I'm saying? Your shit, shit had to be... That shit... You had to have a full chest of hair. Straight, yeah. <laughs> Wooly. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't to the crack era where a young cat had a chance. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. That's funny as shit. So you're saying Gap is saying, listen, you're still in the game. I'm Get saying I'm saying that in this culture where we at with the with social media and shit like that, somebody like Cher, you know what I'm saying, can participate in the conversation no matter, you know what I'm saying? How old? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, like Bevy said, it gets greater later. Like, you know, right. Bevy could get in the conversation at any level. I could get in the conversation at, you know what I'm saying? Right. I could kick it with, with the young ones coming up, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying, just as well as I could kick it with the people I came up with. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't no real disconnect if you're doing it, doing it right. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, Fair Maybe enough. it's always been I like mean, that, but you know. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm just observing. You it. sold it, shit. You gave it, <laughs> and you didn't fuck with that Google Doodle, so this is surprising because you was definitely. No, I'm not fucking with the ad. I think the ad is weird, but I just, I just know. You see the thinking behind it. I, I just, I just see that you know, what I'm saying everybody playing, you know, what I'm saying, and I, I can't be mad at. Who gonna turn down the Gap shit? Hell no, nobody. You know what I'm saying? We just need you to wear a white T-shirt. It's about Gap jeans, and this is the, this is the offer. You know what I'm saying, and baby, they already in business with Future. The baby Future did the Gap. Ad not too long ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, Baby Shout Future was Baby in a Future. gap ad. That's Future's son's name, right? Future? I think so. Baby Future, right? Yeah, I think it was Future. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that shit was random as fuck. Yeah. It was random as Drake's tattoos. You see this nigga Drake got some more random I mean, ass. I, he might be on some Michelangelo shit. I don't know he what could the fuck be, Drake doing. But we I mean? only giving him that, that shit because this nigga's doing well in life. <laughs> if he was just a regular motherfucker, he'd think he was if disturbed. He was, if he was bunk, he'd be disturbed. Yeah, he's got clip art all over his body. He got a, <laughs> But it's good shit, though. It's like uh, he got a, a tattoo of Denzel. I don't know why he got a tattoo of Denzel from Mo, from, uh, Mo Better Bleak. Blues. Yeah, uh, was it um, Bleak Gilliam? Yeah, yeah, got yeah. a tattoo of Bleak, and the shit is a great looking tattoo. Like whoever the artist is, they killed it. The shit yeah. looked like all right. That looked like Denzel. Yeah, you that, know? that was Denzel. You know, that's Bleak. Then his man, 
One of his mans, I think, that just passed away. They Ooh. did a somebody, somebody, Drake I, man. Yeah, one of Drake's friends some passed away, so they put a photo on him. And obviously, I guess that because he just died. So okay, right. that's so that's, he got another um, tat. Got what? another tat. Cat look shit look just like the fucking photo. Okay, he getting good so maybe, work. It's maybe just he random. maybe he shot day. Maybe he creating a sixteen sixteen six. How you maybe. say sixteen sixteen chapel on his body? Maybe I don't something. They got the hundred emoji, the one hundred emoji, <laughs> oh, the praying hand emoji, like just weird oh. shit. <laughs> Fuck are you doing? Just bought him. Hey, you but know, you know, fuck it. Hey, he getting money. There ain't you no go. Thing. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? You know. But um shit, what else cracking? I don't know. Hey, you up on this Kanika Jenkins shit? Somewhat. I'm not as uh I'm not as up on it as I as I could be. I I seen it. Man, that it, shit is kind of crazy. It's like it's like on some modern who done it. It seems unwinding still, right? Social media driven. Like, you know what I'm saying? This black folks version of Reddit right now. You mm. know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, the story goes, you know, they the you know, she her and two friends went to a party at the hotel, uh-huh. whatever. They was kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Where was this? This is Chicago? Chicago. Uh-huh. So they kicking it. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you know, the the friends call the mama like, We can't find your daughter. And they got they drove because the girl who's missing drove to the party. They drove the girl mother's car back to her mother without her. Kanika is the girl that's missing. Kanika was the one that was missing. All right, so they so they so she went to the party with two friends. The two friends actually ended up leaving without her, saying they couldn't find her. Right in her car. Right going back to her crib later that night. But you know what I'm saying. So that's the story. That's like okay, crazy. the girl's right. missing. That's a, so the girl's missing. Your friend. How you lose? How you lose your friend? That's one. Right. So that's how I started. Right. Then you know. As the internet does, you know what I'm saying? You know, you started seeing these random clips of people who got video of the live stream that was at the party. Uh-huh. And then they point out different shit in the video, you know what I'm saying? She says help. Yeah, she's supposed to say help right here. And she's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, getting raped over here. And it was just, you know what I'm saying, just some wild shit going. And then after all that, you know what I'm saying, they find the girl in the body. They find her body in the freezer, frozen solid. So how did she get in the freezer? Like, what the fuck? So now everybody's already on their sleuth shit from the videos. And then the police, they released the hotel video. And it's kind of, it's chopped up. You know what I'm saying? It's not the the whole shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they had some random community activist view the tape and say, well, she walked into the freezer alone. Right. On her own, own power. That was the, that's where I started. I kind of not tuned out, but that's why I was like, okay, there's more to this story because I had heard maybe the day before it seemed not to say that it was cut and dry, but they would make it seem as right. though it was cut and dry. Yeah, it was these. The they kids. had this community activist speaking, and then the family like, we ain't seen the shit yet. How the fuck you? Okay, <laughs> you repping us like we ain't seen it yet. Okay, and and so even in the video, he says, you know, you you see her go into the freezer on her own. You don't even see her go into the freezer. Okay. She go around the corner, that's it. Then the shit cut off. You don't see her going nowhere. You see her stumbling around. This is in a hotel? In like a hotel, hotel like in the basement, like in the abandoned kitchen. But you know what I'm saying? Right. She's stumbling around. But then as people pointing out, like, you know what I'm saying? I got like people in my family that like, you know, it's like you just see these random clips from people who are closer to it that's in Chicago. They point out different shit. And then, you know, like where the shit is edited, you start seeing like, people in the corners and shit like you know what I'm saying it's like I get to thinking like okay it's fucked up already 
that the you know saying the girl's friend left her. Da, 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 da. She ended up dead in the freezer. But what? Why wouldn't the hotel cooperate? Why wouldn't you know what I'm saying? Like why wouldn't the police cooperate? It's like like that's baffling to me. Like right. what is what is what is the cover up about? Right. What is this shit is about? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <clears throat> the hotel hasn't like they haven't uh, let, released any footage or anything. They released the footage, but it's edited. Uh, okay. It's not. You know what I'm saying? You can see where the shit is jumping here and there. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You see where she hit the corner. You don't see when she going. They got video from everywhere else, but you don't see when she go in the freezer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got little snippets of, of people show up and then the shit click out and then she buys like it's just edited where you just see her. Now, is that the official hotel footage, or is this like hotel footage that might have been edited by somebody else and then put on? The, nah, on the this web? is the official hotel footage that they released. Okay, that the police released. All right. So this is after the police got. It. I don't know who did the editing, okay. but the shit is edited. Okay, but it's still being presented by the police in the hotel. Exactly. Okay, it's, it's not secondhand. It's not. Nah, like, nah, it's not the internet shit. But then they got two versions of that because right. one one version you see this, the motherfucking shadows and the motherfuckers dipping down in the corner. Right. And then now the, the one they put out three days later, that shit don't have none of that shit. It's a better edit on the shit now. Yeah. So this shit is kind of crazy. And it just, you know, like what the fuck is going on? And, it, and, it, and the way that people digging into it and then all of the all of the fucking shit that's going on with the internet and the, and the it's some weird shit going on in this fucking studio right right now. The lights just dimmed down and some strange ass sounds. Matt, what's going on, man? Trying to figure that out myself. It's, this shit is weird as fuck. Let's, let's, let's we see. might want. You know what I'm saying? The shit crazy, man. Shit is crazy. I don't know what the fuck it is, but the shit's crazy. It's horrible. It's horrible, man. I, you know, it's a damn shame. Uh, you know, uh, condolences to her family. It's fucking shit is terrible. This shit is terrible. But it's what you're saying is it's kind of how now the case is being investigated just in Facebook comments. I mean, at least on the surface, you know, like, they, you know, they probably doing an investigation on the back end, Obviously. but you know, the Facebook is on it because you know there was a live video and right. then people saw it, right. and then now the shit turns out the girl's missing us, so they start digging it in it, right. and you know, what I'm saying you you seeing shit in there where you hearing where you seeing it, it's looking like they they setting it up to where they about to put something in this drink and give it to her, so you see the girl come out with a drink, then dip down, like you can't see what she do, and then she take the drink to the to the to Kanika and give it to her. So you see her over there with two drinks in her hand. She drank the shit down. Next thing you know, she's discombobulated like mm. a motherfucker. And then you kind of see the dude who who seems to be in the middle of all this shit, mm. you know what I'm saying, kind of running the play. Because then he come up to the girl who gave her the the, uh, the drink, like, yo, what happened to that cup? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did Basically, did you make it happen? Mm. Um, then you hear shit like, if, I don't know, you know, you People start pointing out. You hearing people talking in the background, like you know, what I'm saying, I know that shit gonna be cold in that freezer. You know, what uh-huh. I'm saying, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, uh-huh. what's what is the play? That's fucked up. You know, what I'm saying, what is the play? That's fucked up. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, there's something something going on in that Chicago, man. Yeah, that's fucked up, dog. And and this is weird. Yeah, that shit's crazy. That's why I didn't really. It's one of them things, you know, some of that shit. It, it just fuck up your spirit a little bit. Like, it just, you know, it's horrible. You know what I mean? You know, it's just, damn. And you know shit like Hopefully that. Hopefully it gets worked. I mean, they find I, out. I don't know what the bottom line was or why she had to end up dead, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, 
Like, you do shit like that be happening. You know right. what I'm saying? That's why you got to stay on your motherfucking P's and Q's. You know what I'm saying? Don't be getting out of pocket with your drinking and, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and your drill again take. You know what I mean? Because shit happens and motherfuckers be plotting. And they could be your friends. You know what I'm saying? They could be, your, you know what I mean? The people who came to the party with you plotting on you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's Because shit, you know? That's that's how it is. I mean, this shit happening from the bottom all the way. That's some regular nineteen year olds and some teenagers in the hood, all the way up to Kevin Hart. And he's getting plotted on. <laughs> that transition was excellent. Huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to be on your P's <laughs> and motherfucking See, Q's. Transition game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Matthew is like dizzy from that crossover. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even a transition. I'm just saying. That's just out they in the plotting. world. This shit's out in the world. You got to be on your P's and Q's yeah, out here, man. Because Hey, you know what I'm saying? New iPhone, know your face. New iPhone, know your face. Know your face. You know what I'm saying? They been new your voice, been man, all this shit crazy, man. This a new motherfucking this what they what was that shit back in the day when nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four was that the not the Hunger Games when they be checking you on the motherfucking screens Big Brother, all through the city. George Orwell shit. Not George, it was the movie when you know Truman Show? Like when you commit a crime, they put it up on all these digital billboards. Enemy of the State? And everybody, no, I want Enemy of the State. Minority Report? Minority okay. Report shit. Yeah, hell yeah. I that's why we there. Which was that? Will Smith was in Minority? Who was in Minority? Harrison uh, Ford? That's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. All right. Shout out to Tom Cruise. Biggest Hollywood star ever. Uh, oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, but that's where we at. We, we, we fully there. Because the police ain't even doing shit. Everybody else is going to tell all the business. Right. There he is right there. And that's where we at. We definitely getting into that whole citizens arrest, citizens, yeah. all of this shit. Yeah. Militias. Yeah, it. it's just like the um the 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 white nationalist Nazi dude in one of them cities. What was that? San Francisco or some shit like that. One got knocked out. Got knocked out. Uh-huh. The, the shit well, the shit was he was fucking with somebody on the bus. Right. Somebody posted the shit right. to you know what I'm saying, to the alt to the alt fat what is what's the shit called? The against alts? The, the alt-right? Or are you talking about the Antifa? The Antifa. Yeah. They posted shit to the Antifa motherfuckers. Uh-huh. And then the Antifa motherfuckers tracked this motherfucker. Right. And, you know what I'm saying, basically met him downtown before he got off the motherfucking bus. Mm-hmm. They was already in position, ready to confront him. That's like, uh, that's like... <laughs> that's crazy. It's like Justine Sacco. Remember her? She, nah, who that? She, I forget exactly what she was, but she was on her way to Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The she motherfucker like, talked that shit about the AIDS. AIDS. Shit. And then yeah. she got off that flight, and it was a wrap. They already was on her ass. You got to love that sometimes. <laughs> that shit is, crazy, you boy. You can't fuck around out here. You got to be 100 with your game out here, boy. watching. Because all that sneaking shit, ain't, yeah, that shit is about to be over. I feel like they should make a, um, a movie. And then, you know, they should make a movie about Siri as a killer, though. Like, because Siri, you know, now with this Hey Siri shit, your phone is a hot mic. Everything you say yeah, is being recorded, you know. And if you do volunteer by Hey Siri, da 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 da. But either way, Siri heard all this shit. Yeah, right? Siri heard all this shit. So Siri is like a thriller with Siri, whoever Siri is, they kind of lean on you a little bit, like, you know, I know that shit that you said. You like what shit you talk about? That shit you said about you. Know, oh shit! It is Siri. Like, listen, I need this, or we, you know what I mean. I don't know what Siri gonna do. Is she gonna be killing motherfuckers, or just be, or extorting? Kevin Hart gonna get extorted by Siri? Exactly, exactly. Uh, I do not understand that you do listen, not have any. Money. Let me just get out in front of this shit. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> Siri trying to extort me and shit. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Go back to Android. 
Oh man. Yeah. Anyway, what else? You got anything else to I say? Mean, you want to talk about it? I want to say uh, what up to the people out there who's been listening, staying true with the conversation for there a minute. I do want to get one shout out though. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a couple that hit me on online, BLK Royalty. Oh uh-huh, shit. You know what I'm saying? They got a uh, they got a uh, a Kickstarter going, an Indiegogo going uh-uh. on some. Um, on some materials, on some, you know what I'm saying, some innovative uh, cups and shit that, you know, show you positive messages when you put hot drink in it. So, you know what I'm saying? They uh, they, they hit me up. You know you know how one time we was on the conversation, I was like, sometimes I be feeling benevolent and shit and just right. support an Indiegogo or Kickstarter oh, and shit. They, they so they, they hit me up, say, hey, you know, if you're feeling benevolent this week, right. but, you know, happens to be this week shit is, you know what I'm saying, it's fresh off of a bunch of tuitions and shit. So yeah, give them a shout n- out. Nigga, a little lights on the benevolence. So, but what I will do is put it out to the conversationalists. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can check them out at the uh, at www.blackroyalt like T-E-E like a t-shirt uh, blackroyaltee.com okay. right. right. holla at them there you go there you go no what doubt shit. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, shout out to them they, and they working as a couple I like that you there know what I'm saying go. teamwork make the dream work there you go Melanie and Timothy there it is how about that you know what I mean yeah there you go but that's, that's it yeah there man I do like to, you know what I'm saying, shout out to the people every night and again, you know what I'm saying. They spend this time with us and we done, we done, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. we've been riding out for some years now. <laughs> you tapped your pockets. You was like, you know what? Ah. I ain't had to tap my pockets. Like I already know. know. I already, shit, yeah. I already know where I'm at because I shit. Well, shout out to Melanie and Timothy and Black Royalty. <laughs> Check that out. You know, and hopefully, hopefully it'll still be going. You know, what I'm saying next week, then I can yeah, man, get at that. Uh, <laughs> get out. And, there you go. That's what's up. Shit, put it up on the um on the yeah. I put them up on the Facebook. You know what I mean? Oh, all right. Yeah, That's but what's you up. know, I wanted to say it while while I had it in my head. That's beautiful. No, man. That's beautiful. I want to shout out this one young lady. You know how you see people, like you see somebody's face and you recognize them from somewhere in your past, your life. You're like, I, I don't I don't really know. You probably was like where I worked at. You somebody that was, but I know your face. And I your know face your energy. Is, I know your energy. Your face is familiar <laughs> like shit. And I wanted to be like, I know you, but I don't know from where. Right. So shout out to her. Cause I, Where did you see it? I just seen all the platforms. An older woman, she was just on the platform, oh. and I was like, "Oh shit!" I think she used to work in my one of my one of the buildings I worked in somewhere, <laughs> or like you know what I mean? Was it the cafeteria lady or something? Like, but the face was familiar. What they call that shit? Craigslist missed. Miss, missed, uh, no, nah, it wasn't a misconnection. Not, I mean, I'm just saying, it was a misconnection. It was a miss shout out. Yeah, miss shout out. Right. Connection. Not right. connection, like in, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, connection. right. Connection. Exactly. But nah. it, you know what I'm saying? It's, nah. it's in that same concept. Exactly, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway. Shit. I think it's about that time. I think it's about that time to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I will man. be, uh, I'll be at Star Bar tonight, though, in Brooklyn. Uh, my man Nori's show uh, come through. I think it starts at eight o'clock. Right. Yeah, and then as I said earlier at the top, man, I'm gonna be in uh, Chicago from the from the sixth to the ninth. So Chicago, I'm out there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm out there. So come out there, get you a, a ticket in that uh, at the Zanies. Zany Chicago. I'm in Chicago tomorrow. Oh shit! Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, Tell people I'm coming. Um, I don't know where the venue is though. I'm gonna be there for the Bombay Artisan series. So if you search that hashtag, 
I'm sure something to come up. Um, <clears throat> but I'll be there for the Bombay Artisan Series tomorrow. And then, um, shit, I'm back in New York shooting a music video. Oh, shit. You know for who? For, for Chloe Jane. All right. That's what's up. This is the second video you shot for her, right? Third. This will be our third. You put, have you ever put any of her joints up? The um, Superstar one is up. The oh. next one, the one we shot in St. Bart, will be up um, a couple months. So with that, do you like create the treatment and shit like that? Like they give you the music and you put. A lot of times, a lot of times she has some ideas and we just build on it. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, the one we shooting for backseat on Friday, we creating a treatment for. Her. Uh -huh. And you um, had the Moak. It's a car called Moak. They use they they um, a lot on these islands that have small roadways and shit. They like these jeeps and shit. Mm -hmm. But they you know they be having cool colors and shit like that. It's like you know cool ass little car. So Moke is providing the vehicle and uh, we gonna do this shit. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Well shit. Until then, don't you tell a friend to tell a friend and even an enemy to get in the conversation. Gee, we out of here. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by Digital Media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out. <laughs>